0: Hello and Merry Christmas from the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So we have a Christmassy episode of the Mess Hall Podcast coming to you like we do every year. So
1: Basically, I just eat Christmas treats from November on to (laughs) January.
0: (laughs) Which is pretty much everybody.
1: This gives us an excuse to buy different ones that we've never tried, though. Instead of just our regular, like our gifts and ones that are tradition and... These people, yeah, yeah, just come over,
0: yeah. So it's one of my favorite Christmas episodes that we've done. I'm going to say this before we get into it. A memory came up on Facebook last week, which was the Candy Cane episode. So Mm -hmm. just want to, if you were wondering, if you're a first-time listener, go back in about two years, I think it was, and listen to the Candy Cane episode. It was pretty awesome. We had a guest on, JP, JP, and he was awesome. He had a food podcast himself, and we were guests on that, and. An awesome, awesome episode with clamdy canes. And yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. So go back, listen to that. And hopefully this episode is going to be just as fun as that one was.
1: Yeah. And in a bit of that tradition, I guess, we are starting with not candy canes, but Cadbury candy cane mini eggs. Mini eggs have been around since 1967, Easter time. But I read that in Canada, you can get them year round. But I don't know if that's true unless they're just stale ones around year round.
0: I don't know. I, I don't really go looking for them.
1: So. That's true. Neither do I. So, so we're not going to talk about candy canes. We've done that. Catberries. We've done that. So just, yeah, mini eggs. We've never done that. I guess people, it was quite the controversy. They got rid of Easter on the name of the package and put springtime on. <laughs> but not on these ones. But on I right wonder if ones. they do
0: springtime so they can sell them longer.
1: Yeah, maybe, or maybe just different religions. I don't know. These don't say Christmas, they just say candy cane. So uh, with crunchy candy cane pieces inside. So let's give them a try. Oh, I thought they were going to be green and red, but what? let's have a look what other colors are there. I got a pink, green, and white. Yeah, that's all there is. Okay, I guess the pink just instead of red. They were delicious. Very
0: minty. I like mm-hmm. that. It was reminded me of like a candy cane Easter egg.
1: Yeah, I want to put them on top of, like, a cake or a cheesecake or something. I'd you love guess, to have decoration. a
0: cheesecake. We haven't had a cheesecake in years here. There may be some background <laughs> noise because we have a cat and we have a dog in here and the cat just jumped into a and box. And we have a
1: box and... in here, so we put that together. The cat's in the box now.
0: Yeah, so I, I really like them. I thought they were great.
1: Yeah, Good. good start. Yeah,
0: it was a good start. So with that, we'll bring you an ad from our sponsors. The MSL Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network.
1: Locally grown, community supported.
0: This episode is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta. Offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power you are choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local non-for-profits that are working to make a difference in their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kososki, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network. So it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca.
1: Next up is one I'm excited to try. It's Ruby Red Cocoa from President's Choice. So first hot chocolate was ground and mixed with water to drink and then it wasn't always sweetened the spanish decided to add sugar or hot it was served lukewarm by the mayans and the aztecs the olmecs drank, used to drink it but it was cold in the 15th to 16th 1600s a debate emerged about whether chocolate or like which was mostly at this point drank drink with whether it was a food or drink because well whether it was a food or a drink and pope gregory the 13th said it it was okay to drink it. So it was a drink while fasting for religious purposes. But some clerics were like, no, it's a food. You can't have it while you're fasting. So this was kind of an important or a, a debate at the time. Now, it was very pink when I put it in. When I, mean, I put it in the cup and I mixed it with some cream. just to, And then I frothed the milk, which is actually oat milk, which is a little more brown than regular milk. So it was very pink, almost like um, the pink Nesquik. Okay, yeah, yeah. But now it's not as pink. But I also frothed the milk instead of just heating it.
0: And and you use a fork to stir it, so.
1: Oh, I always use a fork. Well, no, I like to use my little. Sorry, there's a cat trying to get out of the box now. Yeah, I. Uh, so I didn't, I was in a rush. I didn't look for my little tiny whisk, but I use a fork because I find it mixes it better. You get in the eh. corners better than a spoon.
0: Well, let's get into this food and or drink. You know what? Uh, spoons aren't just. Like they have sort of a tip to them.
1: So yeah, you, I know, but I use, use that
0: corner. tip to get into the uh, corners. No, like it kind of, I guess, I guess you. I
1: get that mixed, but it just mixes nicely and whisks it and gets all. Our dog seems to like it. Don't drink chocolate. It's chocolate.
0: You only said it was bad for dogs to eat chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does the Pope say? It might have been a mi- mistake making it with oat milk. It's very oaty, which is, I enjoy. I like but it with the oat milk. But I can taste the fruity, ruby red cocoa pieces. It's almost like, it's nice. And I I actually, I prefer oat milk. That's why we have oat milk. Almost reminds me of a mix of like. Like a fruity white chocolate. Yeah, yeah, I could see
0: that. I yeah. like it. it. It was very good. It was refreshing. It was something different.
1: Now the picture on top had like whipped cream on it and raspberries on that. And I could see raspberry, Dried ever have freeze dried raspberries, crush those up and I've put those, those on top. That would on Oh, that, that would, would be nice. Good. Yeah. But it's yeah, really good. And I don't know if hot chocolate's really a Christmas food, but I think of it Christmas, winter, yeah, warming winter. up,
0: yeah. right? And it's almost, next week I'll have some days off, so it'll be a hot chocolate in the afternoon with some uh, Nanaimo barrel Cure in
1: there. Yes, something we discovered is, on this podcast, that is delicious. Yes. So also, not also, next up is PC, again, eggnog ice cream. Now, eggnog wasn't always necessarily Christmas. It was just kind of winter, but winter and like christmas falls in term in winter season. So now we know why it's called egg but it's highly debated why where the nog came from.
0: I assume nog from star trek deep space 9 was the first one to make it. You
1: know, nog used to be a word for a strong ale. Noggin was a wooden vessel for drinking out of like a cup. So maybe there there's a lot of but it used to be called an egg flip in England just the way you would They called it flipping, like, I guess to mix it, they would pour it between two containers. So, and it was first used. The word eggnog was first used in America in around 1765, 1775 ish. Now, it used to, it depends who you talk to, what it used to be made out of. In England, it would be made out of brandy, but then in the US, it was made out of rum because that was cheaper and it was harder to get brandy. And then during the revolution, it was harder to get rum, so they used whiskey or bourbon. All the same thing. Now, it used to be to drink for prosperity when you had eggnog because. Really, only the rich could afford to make it because the egg, the milk, the spirit. Also, it was George Washington liked to serve it. I would guess this is why PC Choice makes it. President's Choice.
0: That was horrible.
1: I know. I thought of that all day. (laughs) And he gave out the recipe. But some people say he didn't write the number of eggs in the recipe. So people had to guess that. But Yeah. (laughs) It has nothing to do with it, but this is the first time I've convinced Avery to have eggnog. Anything on the on yeah. the podcast? Yeah. In ice cream form, though, I could see if you didn't want to drink eggnog, that you might it might be okay in ice cream for, uh, form. So let's give it a try right after this yeah. hot chocolate.
0: I during that whole reading that you just did, I watched the cats, and one of them finally got out of the box while the other one watched, and then the other one went. Into the box, so I don't know what's going on here. Let's get some ice cream.
1: Ooh, it's very yellow, like custardy eggnoggy. <laughs> Avery passed the spoon right to me. past the dog's face. <laughs> it's very eggnoggy. You might not like it. And what you think? Um,
0: it was eggnoggy. If I liked eggnog, I think it would be a terrific product. If you like eggnog, that's what I say. Yeah, I wasn't. It has some nice flavors in there, like the eggnog the flavors. Egg. But it just wasn't for me. But I think, like I said, if anybody likes eggnog, they would definitely like this because it was a definitely a uh, strong eggnog flavor in there.
1: Yeah, I'd like to mix it with espresso. Like pour an espresso over it and I oh, forget okay. the name of what that dessert is. I want to say... As-
0: eggnog ice cream with espresso.
1: Okay. And I think that would be delicious too. But no, as promised, eggnog. I could sprinkle a little cinnamon yeah. on top.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely taste cinnamon though.
1: No, Nut I mag. just mean like... A lot of nutmeg in there. Yeah, well, it tastes like eggnog. Yeah. Yeah, delicious. I'm happy that we had it.
0: So sound by the sounds of the air horns, we are bringing you our bonus item.
1: <sighs> now, you know, we just need to kind of cleanse the system here. Aver. Eh? Like rehydrate, not just with any water, but alkaline water from the company F- Uh, Flow. Flow? So... Back in 2015, Nicholas Reichenbach noticed a lot of empty water bottles after, on his way of leaving Burning Man. So that just sets the tone, I think, for alkaline water almost. Anyway, <laughs> so he started Flow, which is, uses 100% recyclable material, 68 to 75% is renewable packaging. It kind of looks like a tetra pack. Now we're going to play you a little clip of Prime Minister Trudeau explaining. It's like, it's a, it's like drink box water bottle sort of thing. Do you remember
0: that clip? Yeah. Well, why don't we just let him explain yes. it to us?
1: Do you and your family do to cut back on plastics? Uh, we uh, uh, we have uh, recently switched to drinking uh, water bottles out of uh, water out of uh,
0: when we have water bottles uh, out of a uh, plastic. Uh, sorry, away from plastic towards uh, paper. Um, like drink box water bottles sort of things. There's there's a number.
1: I think he explains it best. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. And he wasn't necessarily talking about flow, but... Now, I first heard of alkaline water from Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop. Now, apparently it regulates your body's... Yeah. So apparently it helps to neutralize your body's pH, which is said to be too... too like if there's too much acid, that's a problem. So there's no real science to back this up. And that says that it helps like promote kill or like help prevent chronic diseases and cancers. And there's no real science. And what was confusing to me is a lot of people add lemon to it, which would make it acidic, you think.
0: Yeah, it would just balance the alkaline in it, wouldn't it?
1: But then you just, but then if you read about lemon juice, and again, I don't know this, I, I'm, I'm using the. I don't know the rationale behind this. Why people are saying this—that <laughs> lemon apparently neutralizes when it is swallowed. Like once it goes in your but stomach. wouldn't you
0: just want to have lemon water, not alcohol? Yeah, I don't know. Water? But the
1: alkaline helps to neutralize. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a marketing ploy. And confuse, also confusingly, this comes from a Canadian spring, and it's an arti- artisanal spring, which I read and laughed. But I thought like that it's different. It's actually a type of spring. It doesn't mean like artisanal like cheese or something. It doesn't mean it's made <laughs> by artists. And I really thought that's what they were getting at that. So that's my bad. <laughs> but yeah, let's see if it... Oh, and it, our flavor is blackberry hibiscus. The flavor was nice, but I could do without the flavor. But it was a really clean tasting water. I don't want to admit, but like pure yeah. me ma- and art. Our- tap water is kind of bad which is what i drink anyway
0: yeah yeah and i don't know that it smelled nice and it had a decent flavor but i think i want it more of a flavor but i think i'd rather just have that water plain
1: plain and i yeah. think you can buy plain i just i bought it not even for the podcast a while back because it was blue uh, blackberry hibiscus and it yeah but i'd rather a plain too, oddly enough but the flavor was nice just kind of floral yeah, kind of yeah. like in the background but but the water itself did taste bit, like did taste i i'm just going to go with the word pure just yeah and i don't want to admit that <laughs> <laughs> it was ex- it's expensive i don't remember what i paid for this but it's like $28 for 12 liters i read somewhere so
0: yeah that's a uh... That's pricey, but we just
1: bought a little container and yeah,
0: yeah, definitely drink it again. But I would want to just a plain flavor. So
1: I think if I was buying a bottle of water, which I don't often do unless I'm out and really thirsty, I would consider this if i was buying water anyway but i wouldn't replace what i would normally drink with this if that makes sense like but i normally drink tap water so
0: yeah it was all right so let's move on to our (laughs) to christmas stuff now that
1: we're um neutralized (laughs) let's fill it up with some acid next on our list oh uh, (laughs) so we had the eggnog ice cream and i did convince you to try eggnog cookies the leclerc celebration yeah and they were good they it's almost like a graham cracker, kind of like shortbread thing on the bottom for anyone who doesn't know these cookies with the chocolate on top. But this one had almost like a custard in it. It yeah. almost tasted like a Boston cream donut filling as opposed to eggnog. It didn't have the strong egg flavor. flavor Yeah, to it, so. But there wasn't a lot in it. Like it was even, there was an even amount of chocolate cookie and that. And they were really good. But we have to try the uh, gingerbread cookies. The celebration gingerbread cookies. So it was. It's believed that oh no. So there is a tie-in with Christmas and ginger. Actually, there was apparently a fourth wise man who was taking ginger, like a chest of ginger to baby Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He actually didn't end up getting all the way to Bethlehem. He ended up in a city in Syria, and he so he gave all this to ginger to a rabbi and he suggested that the students who were this rabbi's students who were eating bread add ginger to their bread just for flavor Here,
0: make this hard bread into ginger flavored
1: yeah kind of now what they were eating bread that was shaped like a house for the messiah to honor the messiah and bethlehem in hebrew means house of bread but that's not why we make gingerbread we make gingerbread based on Hansel and Gretel. That it became popular okay. after that. And Germany has a lot of Christmas traditions. Candy canes, I think, part of the traditions are from Germany. But yeah, now because we use the icing is white, gingerbread houses over time again associate with winter and Christmas. And okay. yeah, but the ginger fourth, fourth was there magic a fifth or but, anything? I only, I mean, I only heard of this fourth wise man now. So. Okay frankincense myrrh myrrh what's the other one ginger ginger and gold but there we go gingerbread now we have now we have gingerbread cookies clerk celebration gingerbread cookies all hey, right let's give this a try i mean based on their do we have their pump no it wasn't their eggnog ones they were good and their yeah. regular ones are good
0: you just talked about the eggnog mm. ones the regular ones make a good s'more
1: what did you think?
0: It was good. I liked the, it, it was well balanced with the chocolate and ginger. Uh, one wasn't overpowering the other and they really went well together.
1: They did. They did. It was a nice ginger flavor and a hard gingerbread, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: a good cookie. I liked yeah. the eggnog ones.
0: The chocolate yeah. had like a really nice look to it as well, like this castle. And
1: Yeah. And that's on the regular ones, okay. but it should have been a gingerbread house. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made a whole mold for it. But yeah, I'd buy those again. And now last, now normally by this time I'm getting sugared out, but I've been eating so much Christmas treat and sugar, this is now getting me to my quota of the day. <laughs> your your
0: tolerance is getting high.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> That's sad. So now also German Protestants are responsible for sugar cookies. And the next thing we have is Hershey sugar cookie candy bar. Just as Hershey chocolate is from Pennsylvania, so are sugar cookies. Originally called the Nazareth cookie because first made in Nazareth, Pennsylvania by German German settlers there in the uh, mid-1700s. They became popular too as sugar became easier to get. And in the 1800s, recipes for actually sugar cookies emerged. They just got changed to sugar cookies. And now we have it in bar form, candy bar form. Now, we had the ice cream Hershey's and kind of had that look about it to me too. There's like green and red
0: i think the sugar cookie flavor came in at the end of the chocolate bar itself like the end flavor instead of up front yeah the white chocolate was definitely in the front and then that was in the back so it wasn't a bad chocolate bar i just think i've had better from hershey
1: it first of course reminded me a bit of a cookies and cream because the same chocolate mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. the crunch but it was missing something but yeah and but it almost had a it was reminiscent almost of a funfetti kind of flavor, like yeah. birthday cake kind. of. I was expecting
0: like... a birthday cake flavor by the look of it. Yeah, which sugar but... cookie in
1: something could be a lot like mm-hmm. a birthday cake. I will give it that, but you no, know, it was all right, but didn't blow me away. Yeah,
0: didn't blow my socks off, but but we're gonna take a quick ad and then we'll come back with a recap.
1: This episode of the Mess Hall Cop podcast is brought to you by ATB Cares. With ATB Cares, giving is easy. Donate through ATB Cares, and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities, maximizing the impact of your donation. Visit ATBcares.com to choose your cause and donate today.
0: Hey, so there was a lot of stuff, a lot of Christmassy stuff. What were what were your favorite two items?
1: Oh, the, the ice cream for sure, <sighs> and the ruby red cocoa. Mm.
0: Yeah. I like the eggs. The eggs, yeah. And I think the ruby red cocoa as well.
1: Yeah. There was nothing I disliked, but yeah. No,
0: no, you're right. Yeah. There was nothing to dislike there. I thought those two just stood out for me a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I really liked... It was nice to have a different kind of hot chocolate too that wasn't necessarily a flavor. I guess ruby red, but having pink was kind of nice. <laughs> I like pink. Yeah, I'm Christmas treated out, but that's what I've been eating a lot of lately, Lindor yeah. chocolates. I've been eating a lot of Lindor chocolates lot of chocolate a lot of eggnog lattes this i'm just expanding my waistline (laughs) actually no i don't want to say that i'm just enjoying life
0: yeah so you have anything good to eat this week i just told you the
1: good stuff i had to eat i was (laughs)
0: taking normal foods not just sweets
1: i can't even remember i can't even wade through all the sweets in my head but you
0: i had the Good fish and chips down at Ship and Anchor the Ooh. other day. That was good. Had some good Chinese food today at work. I think I'm like you, though. Just a lot of chocolates. There's a lot of chocolates around.
1: Yeah. And I uh meals are almost an afterthought these days. We need to get back to eating some. Like... <laughs> That's why I did make some borscht the other day just to subsist on for lunch, a quick and easy lunch so that I wouldn't just have a coffee and grab a cookie with it. (laughs) I thought if I had something I made some
0: macaroni and cheese. Yes, I was good
1: with the crumbly topping. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly I've been eating treats. I'm not (laughs) I'm not eating like an adult these days, but I'm enjoying it.
0: Good, good. Um but yeah that's about it. That's all I have anyway.
1: And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy Happy new New year. Year. Keep
0: Keep on eating. Keep on eating.